This is Entrepreneurs of Christ, a podcast dedicated to helping members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints escape the day job and pursue the dream within you to create your own business. And I'm your host, Tyson Bradley. And uh, today's episode, episode one, are you a duty-bound dad? We're going to discuss the primary problem that so many of you are facing, and it is the problem of being the duty-bound dad. A duty-bound dad is a would-be entrepreneur who wants to start a business, who dreams of starting a business, who knows it's their mission in life, but you aren't taking action. Why? Because you feel paralyzed. And why do we get stuck in duty-bound dad syndrome? And there are three there are three major factors that contribute to this problem. And today we're going to talk about each one. But before we talk about the cause, let's briefly touch on why you need the cure. When you have the cure, you have a business that you love waking up to, a business that earns enough money to live very comfortably and do fun things with without ever questioning, is this going to be in the budget? You have a business that allows you to escape the full-time job and use your time however you'd like. A business that creates the lifestyle you truly want to have. The Dubion Dad can't have these things because your world currently has three pillars. Your faith, your family, and the full-time job. With the big three, what I call the big three, taking up so many hours of each day, it feels like there's no room for the dream business. So this show is about making room for the dream business and growing that dream business until eventually the full-time job becomes unnecessary. Your family is supported by your business and you can kick the full-time job away because it's no longer a necessary pillar that holds up your life. So we're going to dig into this concept of being a duty-bound dad. And the first place to begin is the conflict that happens between spending time on the business versus spending time on the family. Now, did you see the commercial from the most recent general conference, like uh, April 2021? It was a church commercial that played after conference was over, and it depicted an older man playing catch with a little girl. He was the neighbor to a young father who looked like a young professional dressed in white shirt and tie, and it showed three times where the young father drove up and said to his older, older neighbor, How you doing, Jack? Jack would then respond while playing catch, Couldn't be better. On the third time of that same response, the young man told his wife, Doesn't Jack ever have anything important to do? The young father then gets out of his car and sees his son. He says, Hey, Max, how you doing? Max says, Couldn't be better. And the young father says, Where are you going? And Max, the son, says, over next door to play. The father says, I can play with you. And Max replies, it's okay, Dad. I know you're busy. Then the narrator narrator says, give your family everything. Give them your time. Now, this kind of commercial is nothing new. This same message has been playing on conference commercials since I was a kid. Like, for the past 30 years. And for the busy dad, it brings up that prick in your heart because you know the truth in the message. In your heart, you do want to spend more time with your family. 
but it seems impossible with the demands of the full-time job along with your church calling. And in some regards, it actually is impossible with your full-time job because of what it demands from you. This is what happens when you work for someone else. They choose what projects to give you, and because you want to be a good employee, you do it all, and you even try to give more, all in the name of providing for your family. And this is, this is a worthy endeavor, but there are real limits to the full-time job life. You can't create the schedule you truly want when working for someone else. Trust me, I've, I've tried. And even when I was working at a, at a startup that allowed for me to work from home, and the owners even said to work only 40 hours a week with flexibility around when those hours were, there were still unwritten expectations that I needed to be available at certain times. So as much as I could control when I worked, I couldn't really be the employee they wanted in that job. So you can use the message shared in the church commercial as a way to shame yourself and beat yourself up for not giving more time to your kids, or you can recognize the reality of your situation. And the situation is this, staying in your full-time job will never produce the kind of time you desire with your family. The truth is, Jack the neighbor, the one playing catch, he probably has a business, which is why he can play catch with the little girl every day. You want this same life, and there's a reason why you want a business. Now, you might be thinking, yes, Tyson, you're right. I want to create a business where I can have more time for my family, but how is it possible to create the business without taking time away from the family? And this, I want to share an experience with you. While I was working for a company called the Life Coach School, I had the opportunity to sit in with a group of 10 life coaches who paid uh, $25,000 to be trained on how to create a $100,000 business within one year. And in this particular meeting, one woman was concerned about doing the work required to build the business because of how it would take away from her family. The, the millionaire, one of the millionaire mentors um, in the room then asked a question. She said, if I told you that putting in 50 hours of work a week instead of 40 hours for one year would result in you having way more time for your family, would you do it? And the coach replied and said, yes. And you, th- you think about why. And the reason why is because the trade-off is worth it. In my own experience, back, back when I was working full-time and having a side business, I made trade-offs as well, but I did it in a way that maintained great relationships with my kids and my wife. You know, I would, I would get off of work around five, immediately dive into playing with kids, have dinner, have scripture study, put the kids to bed by seven, and then work on the business from 7.30 to 9 p.m. I would then spend one hour with my wife from nine to 10. And I did this every weekday for over a year. And now I have, a, have the business that's creating even more time for me and allowing me to do all the projects and learning that I love. So sometimes we, we all get caught up in, in what we think, you know, should be the way to live our lives. That we don't pay attention to how we actually want to live our lives. And you know, I did a values exercise with, with a fellow coach friend that was uh, really neat. 
she had me pick my values from a list and narrow them down to, you know, 10 values. Once I did that, she told me to let go of what I think should be the priority of these values and went through a series of questions to help me prioritize them. Before I tell you what happened, I want to let you know that I've thought about my values and priorities plenty of times before, and my previous list went something like this. Uh, First, you know, uh, number one was faith, number two was family, number three was contribution, number four was fun, and number five was growth. And after doing this exercise and keeping in mind that I let go of what I think I should what I think should be my priorities, my list ended up looking like this. Number one was self-development and growth. Number two was faith. Number three was leadership and contribution. Number four was family. And number five was fun. Now, this was a pretty big eye-opener for me because it clarified what I actually want to do with my time. All I know is that when you are living your life under someone else's guidelines, then you become disconnected with yourself. And when you become disconnected with yourself, you feel lost, you feel lack, you feel unfulfilled, and you will naturally turn towards distractions and unnatural pleasures like overeating and pornography and drugs and alcohol, all those things in order to make up for the disconnection you feel. The point is that what you want matters. What you value matters. And if you're a duty-bound dad, then you neglect what you want and what you value in order to serve a duty that you don't fully align with. I just had a conversation with my wife, and she said that when she was growing up, she didn't necessarily have this overwhelming desire to be a mom. It was just a given. You know, she knew she would be. And I I felt very similarly. I thought I would just be a dad someday. It's not something that I directly pursued or that I thought, man, I can't wait till I'm a dad. It was just part of the deal. And this is how we all grow up. We grow up in a culture where part of the deal or the path that people follow and that is communicated and that we just accept without questioning is the path of you go to school, you serve a mission, you come back, you get married, you do more school, you then get uh, the mortgage or then you get the job and then you get the extra education, you do the master's degree and And then you continue down the road until retirement. It's like you have the kids and you do all of those, you know, once a year vacations and then, and then you retire and whatever is after that is, is that, and that's the path. That's the, that's the well-worn duty bound dad path that we all grow up with. And in talking with my wife, like, if I were to just let go of those expectations and let go of, you know, who said that we had to have children immediately? Who said that we had to have lots of children? Who said that 
all these things needed to be happening and in this certain order. No one says it. I mean, there's, in fact, lots of people say it. The problem is, is that we just accept it without questioning it and without recognizing that there is a you within all that. There is a desire that you have and wants that you have that end up getting neglected when we just accept the well-worn path. And that's one of the biggest problems that we have is just a default acceptance of the well-worn path. And it's what's really keeping many of my friends and many of you out there stuck. Now, I'm saying you a lot, and I think there's definitely more people out there communicating a similar message, but I don't want you to confuse the focus on you with selfishness. When you let go of being the duty-bound dad, you actually become less selfish. The selfish thing to do is to continue hating your life and coming home like a big grump or a ball of stress that doesn't have energy to play with your kids. The selfish thing to do is to keep your dreams to yourself and never let anyone benefit from the joy of being around the true you. You know, how many people are not benefiting from what you could create, whether that's coaching, whether that's a product, whether that's a service, who cares? There is something within you that you want to build and create and add value to this world. And it's going with this world's going without it because you're stuck in the duty bound dad syndrome. Now, do you know what people love about me? Like they actually love that I'm goofy. I sing and dance and yodel and make funny faces and funny voices. And, and currently, I'm actually looking for ways to bring more of that out. Why? Because I love it. It's how I shine. It's what I love. And when I shine, other people are lit up. But hiding my light under a bushel gives no light to anyone in the house. So if you want to let your light so shine that people can see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven, then here's my invitation. My invitation is for you to go to entrepreneursofchrist.com and sign up for a free discovery call where I can help you uncover what's stopping you from escaping the duty-bound dad experience and start becoming what I call a man of honor. A man of honor who not only honors the dream within them, but honors their family, honors their body, honors their life's experience along this journey to creating what you truly want. And next week, we're going to talk about the dilemma between your church calling and family and the business you want to build. Because we all know that your calling at church is taking time. And so what do we do with that as well? So until next time, my friends, we'll see you later.